Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to Peeling Back the Fourth Wall. Uh, so today we are here to talk about a bonus episode. Uh, we will be discussing the brand new uh, rollout of things at the Disney parks. Uh, this is something that we wanted to do as bonus content. There's a lot of things to get into. There's a lot of confusion, a lot of things going on right now with people when it comes to the brand new uh, Disney Genie Plus system uh well disney genie in general but then there's disney genie plus there's lightning lane there's lightning lane for fancy rides there there's so many things now um going on with all the new announcements of disney genie plus this will be rolled out on october 19th at disney world uh for those of you who don't know and yeah we're going to get into it talk a little bit about it here because there's so much to talk about, there's so many confusing things. If you don't stay up to date, if you don't keep track of these things uh, as Aurora does, uh, Aurora's the nine-pound dachshund that you guys see on the cover art of the podcast. Uh, Aurora's a huge Disney fan. She's even confused by a lot of these things. She has a lot of issues with this stuff, and she wanted to make sure to voice this to all of you guys and make sure you're aware of these things at home uh, as things progress here um, with Disney moving forward. We actually have a uh, Disney trip planned with our family where Aurora will be going down to uh, Disney World with us and uh, enjoying uh, her time there. So um, that is a trip we are planning for. With all of that, we are staying up to date with a lot of these things as much as possible. I mean, everything's changing every day. And so you're going to hear mixed things, different, you know, different tunes from different people. The big thing is... Is this stuff worth it? Is it something that you need to be investing in? Is it a good idea? What you need to know, you know, do's and don'ts, things like that. Um, so yeah, we'll jump into it here. Essentially, Disney Genie, to let you guys know at home, Disney Genie is basically an itinerary manager for you. Okay, so once you are in the park, obviously you might use a travel service. You might use, um, you, you might just use a family member. Um, you know. Who, who knows, whoever is planning your trip for Disney, before you actually get there, that is handled via a travel agent, via yourself, via a Disney service person, you know, whoever. Once you get to Disney and you get in the park, your day will begin. That is where you essentially have a vacation planner in the Disney Genie, okay? I don't know why they called it the Disney Genie. I feel like they should have called it the Disney Jiminy Cricket, um, you know, because Jiminy Cricket is your conscience, right? He's your conscience, and he's, like, guiding you throughout your adventures if you're Pinocchio, right? I feel like that's what Disney Genie is. It's more of that. Like, I know the Genie aspect makes it more magical and whimsical for people, and they think, oh, my God, it's so amazing. It's probably got a better thing. But essentially, it's trying to be a conscience for you. It's trying to make you think what you what it wants you to think it's it's trying to push you to do what it's advising you to do like essentially that's what it's doing it's being a conscience for you once you get into the parks now what does that mean that means that this app is going to you're going to basically fill out a uh, basically an order form of what your interests are what rides you want to do, what you want to make sure you get done while you're there for every single day that you're there. So say that you're saying staying there seven days in a row, you have to fill this out for all of the different parks, different rides, things like that for the different days, letting it know what you want to accomplish while you're there. The Disney Genie app will then take all of your reservations. It will take into account 
anything that's locked in. So if you book a lightning lane or something like that, it will take into account all of these things. And then schedule out your itinerary for the day and say, this is what you need to do to effectively take the least amount of steps as possible in the park, to wait in line the least amount of time as possible, and to make your day as effective and efficient as possible. Essentially, Disney is trying to take away the thing that makes humans humans, which is error and inefficiency and unpredictability. Disney wants to program us and make us predictable, which there's nothing wrong with that. If it makes it efficient, it makes my day efficient in the parks, I understand. That's not a problem. I don't mind that. I like that because I, I do an itinerary for my family when we go to Disney vacation. Our, our Disney vacation of our big family of 10 that we're doing, I have a whole spreadsheet. I have itinerary set up. I have things scheduled, where we're going, where we're doing here, 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 because I know how the traffic flows. I know the patterns and things from being in there long enough. So I know what we can do to get advantage on some ride lines and things. Disney Genie is essentially doing that for us, so that's less work for me in the future. I don't mind this. However, there are a lot of things I do have issues with, and Disney Genie will update throughout the day just to let you know if a ride goes down, if there are weather issues, if there is something that you ride and Disney Genie is aware of it. If you turn your Bluetooth on, you enable tracking and things like that through your Bluetooth, Disney Genie will know, oh, they rode Winnie the Pooh. I don't need to advise them for that. So if they ride Winnie the Pooh early in the morning and now the ride line dropped tremendously, they already rode it, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm going to focus on these other rides they haven't done yet. So it will update daily, consistently. I don't know how often. I don't know if it's by minute. I don't know if it's by hour. I don't know that. But it will update as you're doing things within the park to give you the most effective um, day at that time. Now, this does not guarantee in any way that you're going to get to ride all the rides that you want to ride. It does not guarantee in any way that you're going to get to eat all the food that you want to eat there. It does not guarantee you any of that, but it is trying to effectively make the day as efficient for you as possible at each minute of the day that things are, are changing, right? Um, or hour. We don't know, Again, we don't know how often it's going to update your itineraries. But it's a decent service. I think it's cool. However, it is managing thousands, hundreds of thousands of people every day across your, you know, your West Coast Park and your East Coast Park is managing so many people every day on this various server. I I don't know how much I trust this to keep up. I don't know. I do worry about things like that. The app could crash. Things can happen. Wi-Fi in the parks is spotty at best there are things that I would worry about with this, okay, just from that standpoint, because what if the app crashes? Now, everybody in the park is running around like a chicken with their head cut off, okay? That is not good for anyone. And so then you're in a scramble and everything's changing every day. So I hope that they have the infrastructure to make sure that this thing does not crash, that there's not glitches, there's not bugs, because you know that's going to happen. You know it's going to happen. And by the time my family goes, it better be worked out. Because if the app crashes in the middle of the day and that's what I'm starting to rely on, we're screwed. I mean, obviously, I'm going to have my backup itinerary. I'm going to have my backup concepts and know this. But the the typical Disney goer is not going to have those things. They're not going to know that stuff. So that could be very, very bad for people's days. So I hope that they have these things fixed. Okay? So essentially, that is the Disney Genie app. It's going to be embedded within the Disney World app, with, within the apps that we already know and love and we use. So that's something that will automatically be there, okay? It will ping you. It will let you know these things as things change, where you should go, that type of thing. B2 
be sure to make sure that your your phone stays charged all throughout the day because this is going to zap your battery. It's going to be difficult. You know, figure out what you got to do to make sure you maintain power throughout the day. Like I'm probably going to have like three external batteries just for my phone itself. So definitely something to pay attention to. After that, we start getting into some issues here, guys. There's a Disney Genie Plus, okay? Just like everything Disney does, there's a Plus version, okay? I'm surprised that there's not just a Mickey Plus now. And there's like a Plus version of Mickey where it's a doppelganger of him that's like better in every way. Like, I'm just shocked that they haven't done this yet. But the Disney Genie Plus version includes Lightning Lane, which is... Now their version of FastPass, okay? You used to get FastPass included in your in your visit to Magic Kingdom or visit to Epcot or whatever kingdom you're going to. These were included. It was up to three every day. Once you use them, you could add additional ones if they were available. This was a great thing. It really was awesome for people. Um, I learned to maximize it with my family. It really helped us. But I could see how people going for the first time, people who don't keep up with these things, people don't who don't know the traffic flow, it could be something that could, yeah, make some put some kinks in their plans. Um, so I understand that. So they did do away with the free version of FastPass. It is gone. Uh, ever since the pandemic hit, it's not coming back, guys. And, and it's a very sad thing to us. There's no way to get Lightning Lanes included uh, for free with your trip right now at this moment. I think that's stupid. I think we'll talk about it later, but there's things that I think they should include these things. Um, but essentially, guys, let's not buy this, please. As a whole, I would tell everyone out there, let's not buy this. This is $15 per day per person. If you buy it in advance before you get there for your trip, which these, this, there is. There are going to be times that lightning lanes sell out. The inventory's gone, and you can't get in lightning lane. So even if you buy this, lightning lane rides for certain rides included in this may be full throughout the day. So you may buy it and still not be able to get a lightning lane at a ride that you want because there's a capacity, which rightfully there should be. So let's there, there's issues with it, but let's not buy this. Okay, Disney is squeezing us unnecessarily. They are essentially trying to squeeze every bit out of our pockets that they already are. People are already splurging. People are already trying to spend the max of their budget that they can to create the most magical vacation that they already can to go to Disney. And now they're trying to squeeze us even more. This is not for the guests. This is not something they're doing for the guests. They're doing this for shareholders. Okay? It's very upsetting. It's very upsetting. Now, I love Disney. I I, I love Disney. I'm still a fan. I'm still going to go. I mean, whatever. I'm going to make the most of it that I can. But I am not going to be buying Disney Genie Plus. I'm not going to be doing these lightning lanes because this to me is unfair. It's not fair. It's not right in the way that they're doing it. Okay. There's standby only at Rise of Resistance. Okay. And they made the change for the Rise of Resistance ride to standby only. When they did that, the only reason that they did it, and you can see now why they did it, the only reason they changed Rise of Resistance to standby only now is because they want people to have to buy Lightning Lane. They want people to have to pay for this service. Now, here's the kicker. Most people are not going to know this. It's got to get communicated very well, but a lot of people will buy Disney Genie Plus and think, okay, cool, I can get Lightning Lane for Rise of Resistance now. No, 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 no. That is not the case, okay? First off, before I get to that, why isn't this included in those 
staying in overly expensive deluxe resorts. If you're staying in a deluxe resort, oh, you have two hours on certain days that you can stay in the parks later. Great. But what about the families that are paying for deluxe resorts and their kids need to go to bed at a good time? Why do I have to stay up till the till midnight practically in these parks to ride all the rides I want to ride? What real perk is that? Honestly, that's more of a burden that I have to stay up that much later to take advantage of this thing that you're offering to me for free. That feels like more of a burden than it is a perk. Now, for some people, that doesn't matter. If it's me and my wife going, fine, we'll stay up late. That's not a problem. But for a whole family, if you've got little kids, they have to get to bed. So you're not going to be able to take advantage of that perk anyway. So why isn't Lightning Lane Plus, why isn't Disney Genie Plus included in deluxe resorts? I mean, even even if it's not included in all resort stays, at least do it for deluxe resorts. I mean, you're paying a fortune for these places anyway, and you don't get it included? That's absolutely stupid. It's bonkers to me. So getting back to the... Standby only with Riser Resistance. Essentially, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get you to pay for Lightning Lane. However, you do not get Riser Resistance if you buy Disney Genie Plus. So you can pay $15 per person per day for Disney Genie Plus. If you don't want to buy it your whole trip, you don't have to. You can buy it the day of at midnight. You have to stay up to midnight. Stay up till midnight and buy Disney Genie Plus for that one day. Okay, you can do that. So now you're staying up late anyway to get it for that next day. So you can do that if you want. It will save you some money that way. But you do not get premium rides. Okay, they're calling them fancy rides. Okay, um, a lot of people are calling them fancy rides. I I, I think that's the official term they're using. Um, I, I'm going to talk to them about as premium rides, but they're the most popular rides at all these different parks. They're not included in this. So if you buy the Disney Genie Plus, you will not be able to get on Remy's Ratatouille Adventure in the Lightning Lane. You will not be able to get on Mission Everest or, or Mount the Everest ride. You will not be able to get on the Slinky Dog Dash, Rise of Resistance. You will not have the most popular rides, which are the ones that you really want to get this for anyway. So people are going to buy this Lightning Lane, which is non-refundable, by the way. You cannot refund it. You cannot change or alter this stuff. When you buy it, it is bought. And that is it. So if you get there to the parks, you bought Lightning Lane for your whole trip, and then you realize, holy crap, the only rides I really need to use this for, I can't use it because that's the fancy rides or premium rides. I don't want this anymore. You can't take it back. You can't. So if it doesn't work for you, you're stuck. <laughs> the trap of Disney, right? So anyway, fancy rides. There's a list of these most popular rides that are not included in Disney Genie+. Plus. This is something you don't have to buy Disney Genie Plus to get. You can purchase these rides separately of Disney Genie Plus. They will range in dollar amounts, okay? Var varied on the time of year that you go. And they can fluctuate at any time period that Disney wants. So during the holidays, these fancy rides are going to be pretty expensive. Going up to, right now, up to $15 per person when you choose to do it. Now, Lightning Lane, the Disney Genie Plus, when you do it, you can only use Lightning Lane for one attraction every day. So, like, for that one attraction, you can only use it once. So, make sure you're not misunderstanding that. If I want to use Lightning Lane for Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger, um, I can only use it one time that day for Buzz Lightyear. I can use Lightning Lane for any attraction on the list 
once that day. Okay, then I can make Lightning Lane one time for for other attractions as well. Same thing with these fancy rides. If you pay for Rise of Resistance for Lightning Lane, you can only buy that one time. And you can only buy, that only gets you in Lightning Lane one time for Rise of Resistance. So if I choose to buy the Lightning Lane experience for Rise of Resistance, that only gets me to use the Lightning Lane one time for Rise of Resistance. If I want to do it again, I have to buy it again. I have to buy another Lightning Lane Pass. You can only do two of those per day. So if you say, hey, I want to ride Slinky Dog Dash twice and then do Rise of Resistance once, you can only do Lightning Lane one time for Rise of Resistance and then do Lightning Lane one time for Slinky Dog Dash and then you got to wait in the standard line after that because you've used your two Lightning Lane fancy rides that you have the ability to buy. Okay, so there are so many limits to this. So they're they're really crunching on the amount of money that they're trying to get people to buy. Again, there's no refund, and you can't change the time. These are specific time slots, similar to food reservations. So if you buy a Lightning Lane, and you buy it, say for a fancy ride, there is a limit to how many Lightning Lane passes are going to go out per day. So they will sell out, similar to how Express Passes sell out at Universal. There will be times that Rise of Resistance, Rise of Resistance Lightning Lane passes will sell out, and you cannot buy them. Okay, But when you go into the app to, to plan when you're going to use that Lightning Lane, that time, once you select it, is locked in, and you cannot change it. So if your kid has a meltdown... Okay, if you eat some food that makes you sick and you have to, you know, you have to go back to the hotel and get some medicine, if you start to get a headache and you have to go back and get some medicine, if you are uh, stuck at a restaurant because a reservation, if you get stuck on a ride, if you get stuck on a ride because say Pirates of the Caribbean shuts down and you're stuck in the middle of the ride for 30 minutes and you miss you can't get over to your lightning lane experience. You've missed it. And that's it. You wasted that money because you have to be there. It's similar to a reservation for dining. Okay? You cannot change the time. So remember that. If you're doing a lightning lane, you're making these lightning lane reservations and you're paying for these fancy rides, you have to stick to it. It is locked in. It does not change. Disney came out and said that flexibility is the most important thing for their guest and for their guests' experience when they take these vacations, okay? Turning Rise of Resistance into standby lane is the reason that they came out and made that statement. They're doing the complete opposite, and that is what they're trying to fool you. They do not care about flexibility. What they really care about is your money. They changed Rise of Resistance to standby only and said, oh, flexibility is the most important thing. Then they say, oh, here's Rise of Resistance uh, Lightning Lane, so you can buy that. So then once you buy it, guess what? You can't change it. It's not flexible. You have to be there at that time or you lose it. That's not. That doesn't sound like flexibility to me. That sounds like you are pressuring the people that really want to ride that ride to lock in a time to do it that they cannot change and essentially controlling that time period for them where there is no flexibility. It's the opposite. We are doing the op Disney is doing the opposite of what they're saying to people, okay, in that sense, all right? Now, the other thing I'll say here, and there's going to be plenty of questions. You guys have questions? Absolutely. Go to our email. Go to our Facebook page. Ask us questions about this. We will answer whatever we have the knowledge and capability of doing. But essentially, 
Disney's taking small park philosophies that other small parks have to generate revenue, okay? There are parks, uh, just, such as Knobles, up in Pennsylvania, okay? Knobles is a park that does not charge admission. You can go there anytime. You can walk in, go walk by the attractions, but in order to ride the rides, you have to pay to do the ride. So each ride has a different, you know, a, a payment that you, you would pay to them to ride the attraction, that's what a lot of small parks do. Small parks that, you know, they're not as big as a Disney. They're not even as big as a Six Flags. Like, they're they're a small park. They're a family-friendly park. They want people to go through and walk through and, and buy food there, whatever. And they want people to be able to just enjoy it and not have to pay to even get there, right? So they're getting their money for people paying for the various attractions they have. So people are not paying for attractions that they don't want to do. Because there's attractions at every park at Disney that people don't want. Like... I don't want to ride. It's a small world, but I'm still paying for that ride with my admission ticket. Fine. What would you do? That's what happens. I get it. But they're taking advantage of these things that these small parks are doing, and they're doubling up on it. So you have to pay to ride these rides, okay? So you, Disney is taking advantage of you in this way. I'm paying for my park admission, which includes all these rides. Awesome. That's a great value. I'm going to pay the $120 a ticket to go to Disney that day and ride these rides. Oh, but by the way, there's this lightning lane thing, and you need to buy it. And if you don't, you may not get to ride all the rides that you want. If you don't buy Disney Genie Plus, and you don't buy these lightning lane things, you may miss out on some rides that you want to do. Even though it's including your mission ticket, you really need to spend more than your admission ticket. So, is it really worth it? Is the admission ticket really including those rides? Disney needs to take that off the disclaimer. They need to sit there and say, oh, this gets you into the parks. And that's it. Literally. Like, and it may. They need to add the word may. It may include these attractions. Because you may not get on them. Okay? Now, hopefully, like we said, there are going to be limits to Lightning Lane passes. There are going to be max out times where they sell out and things like that. Hopefully, that limit that they are putting onto this system is going to make it where you still can do most of the rides that you want to do. It's very rare that on any busy day in the theme parks during the busy times of year, it's really rare that even if I went by myself and I wanted to ride every single ride in the park, it would be very rare for me to have the chance to do that. Very, very rare, okay? So, yes, it's included with your admission ticket, but it doesn't guarantee that you're going to get to do it, all right? So these rides are supposed to be included in your admission ticket, but it may be at a point... And again, this is this is something we're assuming and we worry about it. It's not guaranteed. But I am worried that, yes, oh, these rides are included in your park admission. But you probably won't be able to ride them unless you pay more. That's what I worry is going to be the situation here. So again, I'm saying for all of you listening out there, if you have the chance, please do not buy the Disney Genie Plus. Please do not pay for the fancy rides. I get it. If you're taking a vacation, it's your one time of the year. It's your one time in three years or five years to go to Disney, and you really have to make sure you get to ride Rise of Resistance. Okay, I get it. Splurge on it. But if you get to go every year, if you're an annual pass holder, you get to visit the parks frequently, do not do this. Do not buy it. Please, let's get Disney to get rid of this because it doesn't seem to me that it's fair and it seems to be penny-pinching on people that are already investing a lot of money on vacation to go and, and see your parks. So let's hope that we can change that and get this fixed. Um, 
because they've already lowered prices in France right now because a lot of people weren't doing it. Now, to me, that's testing. I think they're doing more testing with pricing um, than just keeping it lowered. It's going to go back up around the holidays anyway, and we know that. But um, let's try to push as much as we can and let Disney know we're not okay with this and see if they actually listen. Because I don't think they listen to their guests anymore. I really don't. I think they want the data. I think they want to know what we're saying. They want to know what we're doing all the time. This is a way for Disney to track you, by the way. They're tracking everything you're doing, everywhere you're going, everything you're buying, especially with mobile checkout and all that. They're going to know every single thing about you. So when you go to parks in the future, they're going to know, oh, they like buying spirit jerseys. Let's ping them with the new spirit jersey of this time period to make sure they buy it again. They like to buy popcorn. Let's give them, let's let's let them buy popcorn. Then once they buy it, let's give them an offer to go back and buy it again. Cause they probably won't, but let's give them an offer so they're enticed to do it and get more money on popcorn. So it's more ways for them to track you and know more about you, which is kind of weird because Disney's gonna kind of know you intimately, which is a little weird to me, but this is a way for them to track you. So now they're, they are going to know so much more about you and they care about that. They care about that data because it lets them make more money. It lets them know what's popular, what's not, what's making money for them and what's not. And in that way, it helps them to make their shareholders happy. But I don't think they're really listening to their guests. And honestly, I think if we all sit and we try to band together as much as possible, again, I don't want to ruin your vacation. If you have to get a lightning lane experience and you have to ride a ride and it's your only time there the next five years, I get it. I understand. I am not upset with you for doing that. But if you get to go there all the time, if you get to go every single year, if you've done these experiences, if you've rode these rides, try your best not to buy into this because hopefully it can send a message to Disney that we're not your pawns. And our pocketbooks are not yours to control. We dictate what we want to do with our money. And right now, they're trying to take that control away from us by saying, oh, you want to come to Disney? Okay, cool. We're going to take every bit that we can out of your pocket, okay? Hopefully, we can we can try and fix that. Um, so the other thing is there's no offer for pass holders, okay? Because there's a limited amount of lightning lanes. I understand that they can't do this. If you buy an annual pass... I, there is no way that they could offer Lightning Lane experience at any level of a pass holder membership. They can't because if they did that, every annual pass holder would be buying this, most likely. It would give them a reason to buy it. And it, say that 10,000 of them bought it, you're, you're going to end up like running through your Lightning Lanes super quick. And all of a sudden, people that wanted to buy fancy ride lightning lanes people that wanted to buy disney plus like you're hurting their experience that much more okay so at least they haven't allowed that yet because that would make it even harder but it brings me to another topic what if you buy lightning lane for a day but there's limits on it okay so you pay for something you pay for this lightning lane experience for rise of resistance right you have a reservation at Docking Bay 7, and you have a reservation at Sci-Fi Diner, right? And then you've got, oh, by the way, you've got another reservation at Hollywood uh, Brown Derby, right? Or Hollywood and Vine, whatever it is. So you've got reservations um, for meals. And then you go in after you've bought this Lightning Lane experience, okay? You buy it the night before, but you can't make the reservation for it until the next morning. 
So then you get on your Disney Experience app. Say the kids get up and you know, you're know you a little late to get on there. You can start booking it. If you're staying at the resorts at 7 o'clock in the morning, you can book your lightning lanes. If you're not staying in the, in the resorts, you can book when the park opens that day. Okay? So say you get up at 7.30 because something happened with the kids. Um, you weren't able to get to your app because of an emergency or whatever went on. And now you've missed a 30-minute window, and the only time that Lightning Lane is available for the attraction you bought is during the time periods that you have those meal reservations. What happens now? Well, it doesn't matter. It's non-refundable. Disney it does not worry about that, so it's non-refundable. So you pay for something to guarantee a ride at a time that you may not get because it's a limited amount of lightning lane lightning lane um, passes that are sold and i'm sure they're going to make you spread them out throughout the day instead of everybody using it all at one time because what if everybody happened to decide to use lightning lane at noon and then from noon to three o'clock everybody who bought lightning lane is waiting for three hours because every lightning lane person's there they're not going to do that that doesn't make sense so they're going to spread this out throughout the day so what if the lightning lane for 5 o'clock, which is the window that you wanted to go and use your lightning lane experience, is taken? Now you've got to change your plans. You've got to cancel a reservation. You've got to pay to cancel a reservation because it's after the 24-hour mark. And so you're, you're even spending more money because now you've got that penalty. And you're not going to get that reservation back. You're not going to be able to move it because reservations are going like crazy. And you can't get a reservation right now for, at some of the premium restaurants. That's questions I have. Those are things I'm worried about. What happens then? What's the situation? How many of these are going to be available? What's the flexibility in your times? You can't change it. Once you lock in a fancy ride lightning lane pass experience, you cannot change that time. It will not let you alter it. So what happens if something happens that makes you miss it? What happens if the only time available is a time that you had a reservation? Are they going to charge you to miss your meal because you can't move your lightning lane experience because that's the way they made it happen? I don't think that's fair. Those are questions that I think a lot of people have, and we will see. I don't know. It, it'll only happen. We'll only get answers when that happens to someone. That's the way we'll get those answers. So um, right now, Disney has just said that in the case of certain situations, uh, Disney will alert you, and it'll be a case-by-case -case basis on how they handle it. Okay, so that tells us they basically haven't thought through it, they don't want to think through it, and they'll just figure it out for people later on, and if it doesn't work for you, how they want to fix the problem, too bad. Okay, whatever. They're Disney, they can do that, right? No, okay. Another thing that I'm going to say here, okay, before we wrap this up, is non-Disney followers, okay? Aurora stays up to date on this okay aurora stays up to date on this um she she really tries to stay up to date on her disney stuff she's researching all the time but aurora has other puppy friends and i have friends that do not stay up to date with disney as much as we do all the time uh she they do not follow disney food blog all ears.net they don't watch all the videos they don't research they don't look at the announcements they don't follow disney's official stuff and and check in on things every second that it comes out okay so the thing that i'm concerned about is people like that who are not disney followers people who will have trips ruined 
and hurt their long-term image of Disney. That's the thing I'm concerned about here is because Disney, yes, they have annual pass holders. Yes, they have people that do keep up with this stuff and go to the parks, but there are so many people that don't. And they take a vacation, and it's their first time in five years. They only get to go every three years or something like that. And they do not keep up to date with these things all the time constantly. Those people are going to buy a hotel space. They're going to go to the park, and they're going to think, okay, we get to go. We get to ride these rides. We get to do this stuff. And then they're going to be hit with, oh, did you make a reservation for that park? Oh, sorry, you can't go to Magic Kingdom that day. You've got to go here. Oh, you want to eat here? Sorry, did you make a reservation? Oh, well, they book, you know, 60 days out, and so you can't eat here. You have to do all quick service while you're here. Oh, you wanted to meet Cinderella at Cinderella's World Table? Oh, you're not going to get to do that because you had to book that 60 days out. Like, these people that casually book these vacations are not going to get that great experience. And so because of that, they're going to be turned away, and the overall long-term image of Disney will be hurt by the general fan of Disney. Not by the diehards, but the general fans. So I do worry about that. I think it's something that Disney needs to really think about because it, it just doesn't make a really good experience for them. Um, you know, when you got families that are literally leaving their stuff on their doorstep thinking that a Disney bus is going to go and pick up their stuff at their house and take it to Disney because they didn't read up all their research and they're not up to speed on everything, you've got plenty of people in the middle of Disney Expert and those people who are going to be lost when they do this and they're going to not enjoy their Disney trip and they're going to stop going. So that's going to hurt longevity of Disney in my opinion and I hope that they can fix some of these things and make it a lot easier for the casual Disney fan because to me these are very concerning issues. But anyway that's our um, discussion of the Disney Genie uh, app that's coming, the Disney Genie Plus. Those are the things that we know right now um, as it goes. If you guys have other questions, please reach out on our Facebook. Please email us. We will be glad to answer as many questions as we can get um, and, and help you guys as much as possible. We're actually, I'm actually looking at uh, joining up with a Disney vacation travel service at some point and becoming a you know vacation planner for a travel agency. Uh, we have not made that decision yet we're talking to a couple places um and if that happens we will let you know and then you can reach out to us if you want us to help you with some of these things um, but we will help you in the meantime as well not a problem to us we want to make sure when people get to go and do these experiences they have a great time um so reach out to us we do care we want to make sure that you guys don't go and end up with a horrible experience at disney because you didn't know because you weren't in the know okay so thank you guys so much our facebook emails below reach out to us with any questions that you have really appreciate it Thank you, and have a great day.